Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. The Brighter Side is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash brighter side for your free trial. Doing this is the brighter side. I am Ed Larson, Amber Nelson, Cena hey. John. Oh, great to be here, Mary Kelly. Hello, and the beautiful matriarch, Miss Rebecca Trent. How Hi, you guys. Doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Owner of the Creek in the Cave, wonderful woman. Everyone loves you. Hell yeah, her uterus not is everyone, just ovary right. wings, right? Yeah. <laughs> wings. How many? What do you think the ratio of people who like you to people who hate you is? Uh, this week, I have no idea. <laughs> it's probably still 50-50. It's just everyone's saying it more. I was kind of hoping we were going to go more like 80-20. Jesus If you don't have some people hating you, though, you're not doing anything right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. You run a goddamn theater, you know? Everyone has a fucking opinion. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. So, I was, how how is everybody doing? I'll go first. <laughs> okay. My mother's still dead. Oh, well, okay. here we go. Eddie, this is going to be another year of these jokes. For <laughs> I got a new one yep. coming in the mail. You know, Amber and I talked about this, and I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, how can we support Eddie through this time? And he, I was like, he just wants to keep talking about it on the show. And Amber's just like, everyone has to grieve differently. And I was like, you know what? We're just gonna support our man Eddie, and we're gonna yes and all your jokes. Here, it bro. would Hell be yeah. if if my mother had her wish, I would talk about her death every day for the rest of my life. That's true. I, <laughs> so I would agree with that. Yeah. So this one's for you, Mom. Oh. You're still gone. Hell yeah, she's high fiving from her grave. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, uh, this has been a tough week for us, for everybody. You know, uh, it's been uh, very. Very trying, very staking. There has been uh, some. Uh, for those of you who don't know, who uh, who think or uh, this is a little too inside baseball. There was some uh, feathers ruffled in the comedy community. Don't really want to uh, name too many names here, but you know there is a uh, there has been problems and has been brought to light that once again uh, men are being shitheads <laughs> on a regular basis. Well, here's the thing: it was allegations of a rape. Uh-huh. And then it sort of spread like wildfire online. And I think people use their own personal stories, which a lot of people have stories, which is a shame. Too to, many people have stories. Too many people to talk about it themselves and to bring their own thing into life. And now it just sort of grew into something bigger than what it is. I think. And then there's other people that were like, why didn't they go to the police? But then there's all these other women that are like, this is what happens when you go to the police. And then yeah. the dudes aren't listening. You know, it's just everybody's yeah. just like punching each other online. And yeah. I think beyond the action, what really frustrated me and why I think this for me, this show is like today about the brighter side of community, because for me, community is at the heart of all this. And I feel like I'm in a small town where a shooting happens and you're like, we didn't expect it to happen in our town. Yeah. And. Oh, we expected it to happen in our town. <laughs> what happens, that's what happens. Exactly. I mean, it's pretty prevalent. And it ha- it's been happening. That's the other thing. It's been happening like this for a while. This whole, uh, the issues uh, that men have been sexually assaulting women have been happening all over the entertainment 
industry, mm-hmm. but in the comedy community, it's a boys club. And we're starting to kind of like confront a lot of these issues. And what happened recently was one part, uh, UCB banned a comedian for allegations about sexual assault. And then the other part was people put this guy's name online and then a fire ensued, <laughs> a yeah. firestorm. Once you phrases. start naming names, then it's like, burn him, burn him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to not feel that way. It's hard because you, you feel like uh, your own justification joins in. You know what I mean? And, like, if I don't, then I'm a bad person, right? Everybody had to weigh in on it. Absolutely. And, Rebecca, you're, you know, I think you're uniquely suited to kind of talk about this because you're you're one of you are the matriarch uh, one of the matriarchs of this comedy community and i think the new york comedy scene is literally one of the most important comedy scenes and one of the most artistic communities on the face of the planet i'll call it the most most. yeah and i think i I, when i was a kid i didn't learn about anything in society uh, in any other place other than through comedy yeah. So for me, I mean, I feel like sti- I need to hold you right now. But that's how I learned about life. That's how yeah. I learned about right and wrong. I didn't. I, that's just how it happens. So when something like this happens, it hits me really deeply because I try to look to this community for, you know, which is terrible. For My, safety. Yeah. And for, yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. And so, it's hard to be creative inside of a space where you have to question whether you're safe on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, for me, I think that it was... Uh, as a venue owner, it was really important to, I mean, there's a couple of things. Like if you look at the timeline of how everything went down, there was a, a anonymous, not anonymous, a uh, closed, like secret uh, New York uh, ladies comedian group, yes. which is now gone. Good put. Unfortunately. Oh, I was, the oh, there's was plenty, going out. but I, yeah. that one in particular, I'm a little that bummed out about. One. I was not a member of it, but I'm bummed out that it's not there because it did serve a lot of people in a lot of really great ways. Mm-hmm. I was there during um, the countdown of it to go, d- to go off and it was right. like very emotional for a lot of people. Yeah. And your I, face would just go dark. I know it was, it was, it was really sad. Um, I, uh, Stated uh, the Creek's policy on Facebook. Which is? Uh, which is that if another comedy uh, matriarch or another uh, comedy club bans a person for uh, rape, mm-hmm. I, uh, they're banned here. There's yeah. no question about it. Uh, there's just there's there's no wiggle room for me whatsoever. There's no reason and to it take is a not chance. just because. It's not just because, you know, I want the victims, which I certainly do, to have a safe space to create and play and perform and do whatever it is that they want to do in the creek, but it's also for the person who's being accused. It's not a safe space for a guy who has been, we can no longer provide a safe space for a guy who's been accused of that stuff, especially if his name is getting put out there on the secret lady groups. Yeah. Um, I have uh, very vocally banned uh, people in the past who've been accused of rape, and I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I think that it's something that we we have to admit, and maybe it's not this generation of the comedy community, but we have to admit that there was a tremendous amount of... Uh, Support that had to happen in order for Bill Cosby to get away with what he got away with for how long he got away with it with how many people he got away with it. It's got to suck to not be the funniest rapist comedian. I mean, really? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, that's part of the thing here is like, you know, what's being taken away from this guy? Exactly. He's still free to walk, walk the earth. He's still not, he's not in a cage. He's not, you know, and the articles that are coming out about the specific investigation and the specifics of the crimes that he's being that are being al- alleged against him mm-hmm. are uh, I mean it's it's disgusting it's yeah. prolific there are stories coming out of the woodwork about this guy now and from what I understand inside of this group that is now defunct there were unbelievable amounts of screenshots about sexual coercion and other stuff that that had happened that <sighs> you can see very tangible proof of and he was doing things and saying things from what i understand under the under the guise of this this comedy space and you 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 can't do that oh being like come and like let's write a sketch together that or also like if you're gonna perform here you're gonna have to date me kind of stuff no what 
Wow. You know, yeah. and and you have to understand, like a lot of people like if, if, if would respond by like kneeing him in the groin and walking away or whatever. Mm. But the truth of the matter is, is that when you're fresh off the boat, and I don't mean that in an immigrant way, I mean Whoa, that in a like, if you just got offended. here, kind of like yeah, just came to the comedy world. Yeah. When I like, came here from Florida, I'd be like, oh, I'll be a professional stand-up comedian. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The harsh realities but, of New York you know, set in quickly. There's an, there's an, uh, there is an, often uh, exercised idea that these sort of like young girls will come into the into the comedy world and then uh, they're treated like fresh meat mm-hmm. they're immediately hit on inside of open mics they're a lot of a lot of guys do the hey you want to be my writing partner mm-hmm. yeah and it's like all right but come over here and let me tell you why he wants to be your writing partner first yeah and to be honest I mean, with you at the creek the time. we try and head it off at the pass if i find out that somebody's getting too handsy if i find out that somebody's acting like a scumbag especially yeah. if they host a show at the creek i sit them down and we have a talk about the difference between being a like for instance there's one guy inside of our world that was starting to really annoy people and he was like i'm not acting any different than i've always acted and i was like well yeah but you've lost like 150 pounds and so like you kind of have it's like a different it's a different vibe now now mm-hmm. it's creepy it's not just some jolly fat guy who's like talking about my tits yeah. you know what i mean and so like you know people can have the right to be offended by whatever they're offended by and when that was brought to his attention he immediately from what I understand, sort of changed his course and started like conducting himself in the way that a gentleman would conduct himself. That's and great. Blah, blah, blah. But you know, there are there there have been times in the past where comedy clubs and comedy venues have been well aware of stuff that's going on and they have ignored it. Mm-hmm. There are there is a short list of people that I am currently keeping an eye on and if they ever start dating another comedian, I'm gonna flip my shit and tell them to stay the fuck away from me. Mm. There are some people that I think don't know how to behave themselves, particularly when alcohol's involved, though that's not always the case. Sometimes everyone's stone cold sober when they do bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, comedians are all just a, a community of crazy people, misfits. You know, our parents broken. kicked us. Broken. We're broken people. Well, I mean, I just honestly, like, given what I know about some other artist communities, I don't think that comedians are any are particularly more broken than any, any of the rest of them. Like a painter. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, I, 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 I don't know that I would be here if I did. Oh, I think I mean, we're also better suited to deal with the world that's and, what deer, I, exactly. and deal with a lot of the things that may be wrong with us. But I think – and, Rebecca, do you think that part of this is – I know a lot of it's been happening for a long time. But do you think also it's it, – there's so many more people in comedy over the past eight years? Certainly. And I think that – I, th- you know, I come down on the wrong side a lot when it comes to sort of the idea of like – it is a boys club. It has been a boys club forever, and that is starting to change. We're trying to change it into a comedian's club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just let the funny rise to the top and just let that be the case. Amen. Unfortunately, with YouTube and Vine and what whatever else, it's not always the case, but for the most part, I feel like the good... Uh, I don't even know if I can say that anymore. I don't. I mean, like, what were you gonna say, and then we'll then we'll just dissect it. Like, ultimately, sound? when you have a choice between working with this guy and this guy, and this guy's been accused of rape and this guy hasn't, who are you gonna work with if they're equally funny? Oh yeah, of course. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. that's that's kind of what, and that's the thing that like that makes it suck is that just the accusation can shut down a career. Yeah, and and. I think that it's also important to say that one of the statistics has been throwing, thrown out a lot is that only 2% of the people who accuse people of rape are lying. Um, yeah. I don't understand how you can even come to that number. How do you make yeah. that number? I don't, that, do you do I don't know how that number Most gets statistics created. piss me off in general. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's, <laughs> that, that makes sense. My understanding of that number is that criminal um, people who are involved in criminal investigations estimate it's around the same amount as regular cl- false claims so people who claim that oh. an arsonist people who claim someone stole their purse i see so they're, they're just equating it with that uh, same they th- they think that it's approximately the same amount as false claims for rape or the false cl- around the same amount as false pretty sure a 60 year old white man probably you figured really, out that stat too yeah you really probably just like everything else yeah. <laughs> it's not like ryan loesch lied about you know getting Lockdown. raped yeah. you know he lied about <laughs> or whatever the fuck his name is what an idiot by the way <laughs> the guy who lied yeah, oh, about yeah. this getting yeah. Yeah, three I love, uh, oh, I love how dudes, usually men, uh, assume, and some women assume that you just go, to, why didn't you go to the cops? And of course, like, as soon as you go in, it's going to be just fine. They're going to take care of you. That's so and they're fucking gonna, wrong. Well, it's they're, not true. They're immediately going to be like, why were you drinking? Are you drunk? Why did you wear Is that? Is that the outfit you were wearing? Why were you out so late? Yeah. Yeah. 
tell your story again, but tell it to this guy. If you mess like, up what you had for lunch that day, exactly. your whole story. Obviously, fucked. you're lying if you lie about one thing, like mm-hmm. like, or if you if you don't get every detail right the second time. It's traumatic. traumatic. It is traumatic. It's traumatic to report it. It's traumatic to report seeing your boyfriend murdered in front of you. It's the same same thing. It's I mean, it's not the same thing, but it's it's yeah. tr- it's it's the same level of trauma, like having to recount something horrible that's happened over and over again. Yeah. It's 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 something that a lot of women don't want to put themselves through. No. I know plenty of women who had actionable cases who were raped that could have done something about it and decided not to. And then eventually, once they started hearing about all the other people that this person had raped, decided to step forward publicly in social media. And I have zero problems with that. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with that. Well, no, once you realize you're not the only one... You have um, a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it also takes you years to figure out that that even even happened to you. Oh, I mean, I was... I have to tell you that one of the most relieving moments that I had inside of this comedy world in the 10 years that I've been at the Creek was when my rapist, who is a comedian, came to me and apologized for raping me. And when I got that apology, I was like... I mean, like, I thought I was fucking crazy. And it was, like, two years later that he came and talked to me about it. And I'll have him in my fucking living room. I don't have a problem with this person. What I went through is certainly incomparable to many of the other traumas that women have had as a result of that. Mine was, I guess, like, a nice one. I don't know how to, to, like, categorize it. But I, I... my experience with that person was that I didn't feel like he posed a current threat to the community. I didn't think it was something he was going to do again. I felt like he was sorry, and I felt like he changed his fucking life as a result of the experience. What made him come and uh, apologize? <sighs> Who the fuck knows? I didn't ask him. I just said thank you. Yeah, he kept the conversation short. And then we hugged. No, I mean, like, we are we're we are actually friends. He, yeah. he occasionally, like, actually, I'm not going to give you more details. Yeah. No Fair way. enough. I don't uh, want any witch hunts in either direction. Is yeah. there something that we could do? Because there are, have been a lot of people online also saying, it's like, why don't you just go to the police? Why don't you go to the police? And then I agree with you guys. Like, going to the police isn't just so simple. It's like, I think like when you go thing. to the police, you have to go with an ally. Yeah. yeah. I think that it's highly recommended that you go to the police within an immediate time frame yes. after it occurs. As hard and as it is. As hard as that is. And yeah. for some women... What makes them step forward is finding out that one of their friends has been raped three years later. They're like, well, it happened to me, too. Yeah. That person probably isn't going to be able to do anything. They pro- actionable in, inside of the judicial system. They're probably not going to be able to take him to court. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is I there mean, something that the they way they certainly could, could? I don't recommend anyone go to the cops to report something like this without having someone with them. Right. Yeah, I was alone, so I didn't go to the police. That is, I'm sorry that happened. I was like, yeah, totally alone. So it's hard. And it's people hard. Are like, why don't you just go? Well, I was just completely alone. And most of the women that I know, and and I'm talking about women when I say like older women, like our our next generation up, like my mom, my grandma, when those women went through their traumas, they didn't go to the cops because that's not a thing you did back then. That's not yeah. a thing you, you did. You didn't report it. Yeah. And I, you know. While all of this was going on, there was a safety meeting, a public safety meeting that the 108th Precinct, which is near us, our precinct, um, held uh, on Tuesday um, because we had two women raped in our neighborhood. One, a crazy man uh, walked in and took his clothes off and raped a girl who was napping on her couch. What? And that man, I think, went to jail or was indicted or what have you, or I think whatever that first step is to make sure a crime was committed that that went through and he did commit a crime okay um and then the second woman was pulled into the reeds at the waterfront and was forcibly raped and which is such a weird way to put it but that's what they're saying um and another woman heard her scream and scared the guy and the guy popped up and said i fucking killed her and then like ran away and she wouldn't go to the cops. She didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to report it. And there's a million different reasons why women don't want to go straight to the police to report stuff. Because um, you want to go home and you want to sleep. And well, you and frankly, like, if I just digest? hit a J and then somebody fucking raped me, they're going to want to talk about why there's marijuana in my system yeah. or why am I, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. so fucking crazy. It's crazy. On top of that, um, a good friend of mine in college got raped and um, it was a date rape where the person drugged her drink, but they took her to a hotel bar. And when she went to the cops, 
they asked her if she was a prostitute because it was well known a lot of prostitutes hang out at that bar. Yeah. And um, she ended up failing a class because um, even though during the investigation she had an excuse from the school, one of her professors wouldn't accept it, so she failed a class. So let me ask you a question. Uh, is it an accept? Is it acceptable that a police officer during an investigation would ask a question like that? I mean, I yeah. feel like you have to, right? You have to, but I feel like there's a certain there's a tact to mm. it. Just realize yeah. somebody just got fucking attacked. They don't well, just be like, also, if also regardless of if it's a prostitute or not, if I am a prostitute, if you raped me, you fucking raped me. Yeah. It doesn't matter that, what my goddamn job she is. She tested positive for rehifnal. So even if she was a prostitute, it's irrelevant. It's, it's irrelevant. Yeah. It's irrelevant because you date raped her. And I think yeah. there's something here where it's like the way it's almost like the same argument we have about community policing needs to improve, right? Is there a way that that police can improve the way they're dealing with rape victims and how they're intaking the the testimony mm. of a victim in some way? Because it seems like from the accounts that I've heard that it's a, an absolute nightmare to tell a police officer what happened and that yeah. it is not very nice for the victim. It is not a, a, a situation where you want to go and do this. We're, we're not making it easy for victims to come forward. It's, is, is it's, there just, a it's not Marsha Hardigay that you're reporting it to. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just not, it's that's just not a thing. Big, hard dude. It's just like, oh, okay, well, we'll fucking write it down. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> like, Why is he from Chicago? <laughs> so I'm working on my Gacy impression. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say also that. talk to people and be like, you know, don't be ashamed if this happened to you. Because I know I was like, well, I let my guard down and I got drunk, so I deserved it. And you don't. Oh, you don't no, deserve you don't. it, you know? What what can guys do? Because I don't know about you, Eddie. I feel woefully unequipped to be supportive. It's way less about no means no and more about yes means yes. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's about making sure that, that you're in a safe... You need to make sure you're in a safe space to engage in sexual activity. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? If, that, if the truth is, is that we're afraid that these crazy bitches are just going to pop off and tell everyone that you were raped, well, then, you know... Well, I, I was saying actually more, and that's, that's, a, that's very helpful, but, but I think for me it's in this situation, right? Right now for the community, when there are women out there that have been victimized or something like that, uh, you know, people are talking on Facebook, all this stuff. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say uh, personally to anybody. It's very difficult other than like, this is fucked up. I'm so sorry this has happened to you. Yeah. I don't know what else to do to be supportive. I'm a fixer. I'm a problem solver. I like to like help out and get in the weeds and help fix things for people. And I feel like I have, I feel paralyzed right now. I mean, this whole, like, what we're talking about right now, the seeds of it, reminds me of uh, Cliffing in Saudi, when they're like, a girl got raped, well, she deserved it, and unless there's men around that notice it, her opinion doesn't matter, you know? It's the seeds of that. We still fucking have it. It's all medieval. It's in our bloods. I think that it's super important to make it clear that you're an ally. I think it's important to let women know, particularly if there's anyone that you know that has been through something unsavory or distasteful, um, that that they know that they have a person like you to go to. Women comedians go on stage. I mean, women comedians are the bravest fucking people that I know. Comedians in general are the bravest people I know, but women comedians are more brave because women comedians also have to deal with audience members following them home. They have to deal with guys. If they talk about sex or refer to their pussy in any fucking way, they have to answer to it when they get off stage in a way that no man ever has to answer to it when they talk about their dicks on stage. Mm -hmm. They get followed home by strangers. They get hit on by the comics inside of their scene. They get treated like fresh meat inside of their scene. And then when they get off that stage, they get followed home. And that happens on a regular fucking basis to almost every woman that I know that has ever gone on stage as a comedian. It is fucking terrifying. So yeah. if you notice one of those girls leaving, walk them home. Get, make sure you, they get, at least get on a train and there's nobody else following them. That kind of stuff. And that's something that, yes, actively, unfortunately, that does need to happen. I can list multiple women who have been followed home who have been punched in the face what? who have been yeah of course inside of our group they start GoFundMe accounts for these girls all the time yeah yeah. also I think it's um, not as a comedian but I've been followed home by a comic coming off of work and that's never happened to me in any other place I've worked by someone who is an artist who was at the venue to perform art I had someone follow me to the train and then like touch me in a pro- not super inappropriately but like touch my thigh and like grab at me on the train who was someone who was here for an open mic. And I've never had that in an open mic for music at other places I've worked, but I mean, I do think it's something about 
I mean, we're going to have to talk about this off the air. I know. Okay. I'm just saying that it's, I think it's u- uniquely, I, I'm not saying maybe it's because it's New York, but. It's an incestuous community. I mean, it, it, it happens anywhere. You know, we're all we're all fighting for the same thing. And then unfortunately, there are this group of us that are fucking animals, apparently. And uh, they're, they're, it's, it's, it's more really about bizarre. being, it's like an entitlement issue. They yeah, feel like they're it's entitled who've never to never been the flesh. told no. They're, they're, well, I mean, that's life. certainly what I would say is the case in the last two. Yeah. Yeah. Just people just like baby their whole life and now they're uh... privileged people who have never been told no, don't like hearing no for the first time, especially when it's through a microphone, especially when it's from somebody who's being funnier than you when they're doing it. Yeah. It's extra insulting. They extra don't like it. They get extra mad. Yeah. Uh, all right. How about this? Let's switch gears just a tiny bit. Tiny, tiny bit. And but uh, being a single man or woman in the comedy scene. Mm-hmm. I did it for about six years. It's very difficult. You know, everyone knows a lot about you. We're very, you know, everyone talks about each other. How uh, how do you, do you just, you don't have a chance to meet other people, really. Because you're all you're doing is you're going right. to shows, and then you're going home, and then yep. you might have a day job. And mm-hmm. so you don't really have a chance to meet anyone else. And it's kind of like a very gray area. Is there any advice for men other than just be cool and respectful you know it's just is there like because there's got to be a level of i know that i would hate to be single right now i'm very i'm you know i'm, I'm very but lucky see, that's the thing is that like if somebody were to come and say that you had done something the kind of you have like a like a backstory of a good dude you're both good dudes exactly you know? like there's a the 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 one of the grossest things that happened through all this, because I didn't put anybody's name on the post that I put up, oh. three different people contacted me to see if I was talking about them. Oh. Wrap your head around that shit. Holy shit. Oh, that's awful. It, I mean, like, literally sick to my stomach. I didn't eat for, like, two days, which, I mean, what everybody else has gone through is Ooh, way worse. Diet. I'm not trying to, like, that's but it's, like, fuck, I mean, uh, you lose a lot of weight on that. On, yeah. our, <laughs> on our gluttony episode. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I think that it's important for us to be honest about who we are as, as people. And if mm-hmm. you feel like you personally have boundary issues or entitlement issues when it comes to sex, if you like it really rough and you want to teach a girl a lesson with your dick, maybe don't fuck a colleague. Yeah. Consensually or non-consensually, just don't fuck a colleague. The, the truth of the matter is, is that at the end of the day, any of these people that we have talked about over the last like four or five days, if any of these people were accountants and I was the member, I, I was running the HR department, they'd be fired. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What I've taken away from them is their their the privilege of performing at the creek. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's because that's the only thing that I can do, and. Also, to be very clear, I have banned people for just being too fucking annoying. Yeah. I have yeah. banned people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which so is so like, much, it, such a better way to be banning people. I like that so much. <laughs> so much better. Yeah. Like, I, you're making it harder for the rest of us. You have to leave. If you make my job more difficult, you got to go. So many yeah. people I'd love to ban. Just be like, you're being annoying. And I think that comedians have to be able to talk about everything. They have to be able to talk about absolutely anything yes. under yeah, the sun. Yes. There is absolutely no subject that's taboo. There is no, you can make fun of anyone you want to make fun of you can you can make fun of somebody with a disability you can make fun of somebody who you think is dumber than you you can do whatever the fuck you want especially in this sort of roast culture that we're finding ourselves inside of yeah. i mean we're more roasty than rapey i think honestly but yeah i think that that because the art form has to be kept sacred because we have to be able to talk about anything a lot of these discussions and a lot of the stuff that's come up over the last four or five days I think is great I think it's the conversations have been super enlightening I'm getting ready to go over and have dinner with a very evil evil misogynist I'm quoting finger you can't see any of this finger quotes um, over this finger quotes on over, over this but one of the evil evil misogynist trolls that perpetuated the conversation this week and I'm very much looking forward to the conversation that we're going to have tonight yeah, yeah. I think that ultimately the fact that we're talking about this and the fact that the conversation is being elevated is a good thing. The circumstances surrounding it suck, but the Mm. truth is is that I have to stand in solidarity with other venue owners who are working their best and doing the best they can to try and keep their communities safe. If somebody attacks a venue owner and the person shows up here, this will be where they get arrested. There is absolutely no gray area as far as that is concerned. Now, my other problem is 
once people try to go to the police and find that they have uh, no case, that they are not going to be able to do anything, I think that it's better instead of naming names and trying to ostracize people to just just have a whisper campaign. If you don't want somebody who acts like A, B, and C, then this is a person that you don't want to book. This is a person that you don't want around. Um, I've I've talked to more than one person who's been accused in the last couple weeks mm-hmm. and not accused in the last couple weeks, but more than one person in the last week that has been accused of stuff. And, you know, there are people who are thinking about quitting comedy. There are people who are thinking about killing themselves. There are people who are thinking that, you know, and I think that all of these things are kind of like dramatic reactions to you feeling bad for having boundary issues or however you need to frame it. There's always a reason to quit comedy, let's face it. Oh, there's always a reason. And most (laughs) of us are desperately looking for an excuse, let's be honest. And we want you to quit comedy out there. But (laughs) But I think that the bottom line and the thing that I've sort of discovered through all this is that I don't. I don't know a man. I know plenty of men who have raped, but I don't know a man who identifies as a rapist. I don't know a single dude who says, oh, yeah, I'm a rapist. Photographic evidence, five deep, like, fucking court cases, X, Y, and Z. Still, Cosby doesn't think he's a fucking rapist. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, so for me, like, I'm trying to wrap my head around this stuff, and I'm listening to these guys crying and saying, you know, yeah, I coerced women, yeah, I'm a scumbag, and yeah, I'm a bad person, but I never raped a woman, and it's like, well, shit, can I ban you for those five things then? Then just get the (laughs) fuck out because you suck. Is that enough? I don't need a reason. I'm allowed to kick you out if I want to. I'm I'm the only person who owns this place. I answered to well the New York City government <laughs> yeah. Department of Health and all of those people but I mean I don't I don't have to I don't have to give you a reason you know like that the the argument that like you know I wasn't given the right to face my accuser it's like eh, you had your chance get the fuck out of here you don't have to you don't have to provide them with yeah, that's uh, always funny with, with people some like, sort of like legal. What about innocent until proven guilty? Is like fool you ain't in court. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's not a thing. Wronged. And yeah. I, I mean, you know, I think plenty. I'm pretty sure John Benet Ramsey's parents did it. That doesn't. I mean, they're not. There's no innocent until proven guilty anywhere in the court of public opinion. It just is what it is. Or so, she uh, became Katy Perry. Or that, which would be <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> I wish. Can we talk about the conversation, though, that we're having to have right now? Because the, one of the things you mentioned was, like, the naming names. And I think I remember reading the comments on that post that you had. And yeah. I kind of laughed, but then I, like, got really upset because it was just, like, someone was just, like, who was it? And then another person was just, like, DM me and I'll tell you. And then it was just, like, the next comment. And then they started putting so, the name. They just yeah. put the name on there. And I was, like, oh, my God. That's defeating the purpose of the whole direct message yeah. thing. Well, and the, yeah. and the whole thing was is that I, like, I, I I genuinely thought that if we all saw that p- other people were taking action inside of the community to make sure that it was safe for people, yeah. that there would be no need for the naming names. Yeah. There would be no need to like to 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 further some sort of like like um, anger. But y- you know what I mean? If I personally knew one of the victims, if I was friends with one of the victims, and I mean, frankly, I could be. Um, if I was friends with one of the victims and I found out, maybe I would. Maybe I would throw that name out there and 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 tell everyone, scream it from the rooftops. But I, you know, I, I think that we do have a responsibility. He is still a member of our community, ostracized or not. You know what I mean? I think we still have a responsibility to. Uh, actually, no, I know too much. Mm. I fucking hate. I don't. I don't care. I Move think that away. He needs to go. That's a, like, get But that's it. the problem. This fucker's from here. Oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if 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 it was somebody that we we could do that with, I think they would go. I think. But I'm moving sure away, that's what they just do to pedophile priests, and that don't help nothing either. They're well, I mean, it helps around. that church. Yeah. Well, how does well that brings up a good point? How does I'm the, just worried about my church. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? How does the community heal now? How do we kind of get stop raping? That's okay. That's the best first rule. Mark on your notepads, guys. With the healing. (laughs) Well, I think that actually, I mean, this has been an incredible learning week for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think even, you know, me uh, and you who are deemed good guys have learned a lot about what is okay and what is not okay. Uh, And this is, you know, I think that things will start to change. Thank God I like getting beat up in bed and being a submissive. God damn. (laughs) Never been happier about that. Oh, like it needs to be in bed. Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) Take it wherever I can get it. Oh, man. And it's, you know, it's a. 
it's it's crazy because a lot of the things is uh, that's going on right now in this whole social media thing. It's to me, I was talking about this last night with my lady, is you know from a very basic level, it's it's kind of like uh, there has to be a, the people who are being assholes about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it their right? To be an asshole. Yes. Yeah. They have the right yeah. to say whatever yeah. the fuck they want to say. It's their own personal social media accounts. There's yeah. no question about that. And I think social media has failed us on a lot of different things. But for a lot of people, and for me, the venue to get my get my feelings out is not going to be on social media. I like doing it here where I could talk amongst people and look at how people are reacting. But for a lot of people, that's how they heal. That's how they get whatever emotions they want out. And I can't judge that because who, I mean, this is just what the what the world is right now. Yeah. And it's not what I want to do, but I have to be able. I have to support what they want to do because maybe they don't have another person to talk to. Maybe they don't have a therapist to go talk to. Maybe they don't have a group of people to sit around a table with and, and talk about this stuff. I'll tell you what. I was hanging out with a female doctor last night. Oh yeah. Ooh. And, uh, <laughs> and they let them get doctor degrees. I know. Oh, <laughs> Holy <laughs> Hannah. She must be pretty smart. Or pretty. <laughs> she was saying how impressed she was that we were all actually having the conversation mm-hmm. and that we were such a liberal community that we were actually talking about it. Because whenever this happens in the doctor community, it's hushed and shut up right, imi- right away. Really? And everyone's wow. pushed aside. And these are fucking doctors. And so it's. Well, doctors like, have like the lowest form of emotional intelligence. <laughs> I say that as a. Well, <laughs> also, hasn't there been a few scandals in uh, the medical community where it comes out that someone was raping nurses or raping patients Ugh. and they went on for years and they just got shuttled to different hospitals? Yeah. Raping patients? I feel like there's been a couple big cases like that. Uh, oh, yeah. That's certainly the case. Oh, my God. If I woke up, my doctor was raping me, he'd be fucking dead. Yeah, there's knives Woody everywhere. Because there's scalpels there. Like, do you know what I mean? And like, you're drugged you were up. In the, and you're on, like, you know, who knows? I'd you fucking may, kill him. Maybe later, but I don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine how fucking terrifying that would be. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine how terrifying that would be. Holy shit. Yeah, there's always those, those cases of, like, the dentist getting the person under, and then they wake up, and it's just like, all right, all done. And you're like, shirt's on backwards. And, you're like, oh, and you my. can taste salt in your mouth, and you don't understand why. <laughs> they drew a penis on your face. It was a deep cleaning. <laughs> Very deep. We got your tonsils. What do you guys think about street justice? I'm I love it. it. I'm, I could get into you it. You love it? I love it. P- couple people... I mean, I've participated in I it. I think I advocated for it on our email chain before this show, actually. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if I'm for it. As somebody who has done it in high school, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I was younger. I wasn't thinking properly, but the same kind of thing happened. Uh-huh. My friend was raped, uh-huh. took a virginity, and it broke her psyche, okay. and she got MS a week afterwards. Jesus Christ. You know, and she That's was a, a disaster. And then the guy got off. And then not only did the guy get off, he was bragging about it. And so, yeah, so you got to take care of that then. Yeah. yeah. That's I, I, I still high five you. Good on you, man. Yeah. You got to take care of that. Chicago justice is justice. Yeah, I know. But you really can't. As, as someone who's multiple times advocated on this show and other shows that public beatings are a way to solve things. <laughs> uh, is it really, though? I mean, like, well, I'm is- a little disappointed you stopped at beating, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. I what mean, is I- it saying to you, though? It's, it's street justice happens when society fails you. Yeah. Yes. And society failed that victim. The, judician, the judicial system fails yeah. often. Yeah. So what are you going to do? I would say if the person admitted to it. Like you said, this guy was bragging about it. Yeah. That's street justice time, baby. But if they were like, <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> but even yeah. then, we're even like parsing details. I mean, on a very fundamental level, yeah. we're talking about, you know, when it comes to street justice, we're also talking like the mob mentality. And we're talking about kind of what we're kind of close to getting to with, with the situation we're in now. It's like the whole community is ready to pounce. And Are they? I don't think anyone's anyone's attacked him or, or well, physically accosted him. I don't think anyone's asking anyone for his address or... Or even attacking his girlfriend, who he—I mean, he has a living girlfriend. I don't think that—I don't think that anyone's going after them. I yeah. think that they're going after them online. I don't think they're going after them in any other way. What's that situation like? Being someone's girlfriend? I couldn't imagine all it. This. Yeah. I couldn't imagine it. My advice to him was to shut his mouth, get a lawyer, and get a therapist because his relationship was about to be a problem too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? His relationship was about to take a hit. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they can't. I mean, how do you sleep in the same bed? 
You know, it's it's well, insane. Well, I mean, it's uh, or how do you how do you support somebody that you're in love with that you think is innocent that per, that that maintains his innocence to you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How do you support that person? I I couldn't imagine. It's got to be it's got to be an incredibly difficult position to be in. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know. You start to question your own judgment, I think, when you're in that situation. I I was, when I was in school, a professor was dating a student, but, you know, everyone's older than 18. So I like was like, whatever, man, everyone's got their thing. Yeah. And he was like a a mentor for me for a while. And he like hung out with me. He got me job opportunities. And then his girlfriend called me on her way to the hospital one night. Because she had been beaten by this guy. And she didn't really know anyone. And I was like one of the few friends she had. And all of a sudden, I'm in this position of, okay, what am I supposed to do? I can't go to the cops. You know, she's not going to go to the cops because she's worried about her own job opportunities in the future. So I had to just take it upon myself to just like go and figure out a way to get this guy fired. So to like secretly go to these things. But I mean, this is the first time I've ever talked about it. But it's like I, you, I can't I can't go publicly with something like that because then it just spirals out of control. But then you have to take it um, upon yourself. How do you solve a problem like that? I got fired. Eventually. I mean, I, I feel I feel like you handle it. You handled it the way that you had to. You you let people know what's going on in a secret capacity, just like these these girls did yeah. in this situation. You tell them what happened secretly, and you hope that the p- people that are in a power or position of authority do the right thing, which thankfully they did this time. And I think it's also like I can't imagine what this guy's girlfriend's feeling like too, where it's like what or his mom or his mom. It's like oh. what what kind of person am I? To have allowed this uh, attacker into my life and to be so vulnerable in front of this person, like well, I looked up to this guy, and now all of a sudden, oh my god! Right. I mean, it's I can't imagine what kind of what how that would feel. I I I cannot imagine it. And I mean, I've I have a I have a, um, a tremendous amount of empathy for somebody who's going through that. You yeah. know what I mean? I I've I can't imagine how scary it would be to wake up the next day and see all these people posting stuff about myself online. Do you know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. that's got to be terrifying. But I feel like he's like that situation is something that like it, it comes back eventually, especially now, especially because we don't want to participate in any more cloak and dagger abusive situations for people in the in the in the community. We have a responsibility, especially as people who have liquor licenses. We yeah. have a responsibility Jeez, yeah. to make sure that the people who are here are. I mean, it's so impossible to say because it's not like I interview everybody who comes to the door, but like we, we have to hope and assume that we're doing the best that we can to make sure that predators aren't a part of of that of, of the creek culture because mm-hmm. because of the liquor license and because of the, the, the tremendous responsibility that we have to the women inside of our community and the men. And the men. There were stories of men being And the raised. men, of course. That and was- there's been tons of them coming up recently yeah. and yeah. a lot of reasons why guys don't weigh in is because it's embarrassing when a man goes through it they there's there's a whole other level of 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 stigma and fear that comes along with it because men can't be raped and men don't go through that and they don't understand and it's like well wait a minute some of the guys that you're screaming at right now i know have been through this been through with it by women and by men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know that what the first question they ask a man who was raped is if you were raped then how did you get hard mm-hmm. and that's biologically the dumbest fucking question i've ever heard in my life it's like yeah. it, it's it 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 they stick around when you don't want them to. That's yeah, the exactly. Sure. They yeah. show up yeah. all the time when you don't want them. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny, Rebecca. You were saying before, uh, I think before the show, that a group of monkeys just hit the Stone Age. Yeah. And, and monkeys think- have been raping each other for generations. And listen, just we're apes. I say this all the time. We are apes, and mm. it's like you know, it doesn't take anything for this, my stupid fucking penis to get hard, and it's so sad all the time. And <laughs> it's just like walk out the door, like read some about a school shooting. Oh my god. And and it's like you know the weather could change. I don't even understand it half the time. But it, it's so sad that this has to happen in our community. And I just I was so troubled by how we can just kind of get beyond this because once like the broader internet media started to pick it up, my like face went into well, my that, hands. That made me mad. And it really upset yeah. me because now people 
are listen Trump could be fucking president people and comedians are gonna be the ones that are gonna save society at the end of the day comedians yeah. are the ones that made him run for president though yeah, that's, well, keep that in mind <laughs> absolutely yeah. I'll, I'll tell well, you I, I thought think, it was gonna be a fun joke I think <laughs> that uh, a bigger thing for everyone to realize everyone who's listening to this who isn't a comedian is that it doesn't it's not necessarily it's not just comedians it's every profession yeah. certainly this happens across the world in every in every profession and then the reason that you hear about it so much in comedy is because all we do is talk that's correct and so you have to realize that, that this is happening everywhere it's happening in the military it's happening all over the place and it's something that just it's got to we have to find a way to change it and i have no answer which is very upsetting to me. Yeah. Which is very, it, is, yeah. it drives me in fucking nuts. Well, that maybe I have talking no about it is the answer. Yeah, but that's how we solve everything. And it, it's just like, and, it, and I don't know if it, talking about it is enough. I think, and, we, I, but I think we, we are on the right track. I think talking about it is the only thing we can do now. So that's what we have to do. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, your 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 tool of choice, your your what you use to do your work is a microphone. Yeah. So you have to talk into your microphone about it. I like to dance it out. Oh, dance it out. Love yeah, dancing. Yeah. To mime yeah. it out. <laughs> oh yes, please. Uh, Mary, you, uh, I didn't I didn't hear much from you on this episode, okay. and I really wanted to get your opinions a lot because you uh, you seemed more passionate than the rest of us when we were talking about this over email. I mean, I do feel like I was very angry when I communicated with you guys via email, so I might have not phrased my thoughts in the I best thought way. You I thought you phrased yourself. They were fantastic. I, yeah. Something that we haven't discussed, which I think is pertinent to this instance in particular because of the way it blew up on Facebook, is that there were, in my experience, a lot of men that I've heard about from other people in the comedy community, not only comics, but other women and men who work in entertainment collateral positions like techs, producers, bookers, who uh, we've been warned quietly that they're not rapists, but get a couple of drinks in them, they might grope you. I've had instances where men have sent me inappropriate messages that I think cross the line. I've had a man touch me inappropriately while I'm alone in the theater. Um, that happened when I first started working here, so I didn't feel like I could really talk about it. Mm -hmm. And um, you see them posting online about what a goddamn hero they are because they're not a rapist. Ugh. And it's like just because you haven't raped anyone doesn't mean that you're an ally to women. That's correct. You're still a fucking and creep. And that made me very angry in this particular instance because I'm seeing men who repeatedly treat women, not only men who are creeps or treat women inappropriately, but I don't think the way they treat women means they should be burnt at the stake. Yeah. But they should have the foresight to be like, hey, I act inappropriately around women when I'm sober or drinking or on drugs. Maybe this is an issue I shouldn't use as an opportunity to remind everyone that... I'm a feminist, and oh, by the way, I'd love any spots you could give me. I think it's taking advantage of the situation. I think in this Ew. particular in instance, it's um, muddying the waters, yeah. you know, instead of, and I think that's a degree, not the only reason why it spun out of such control, is because it went away from just, like, women saying, like, yeah, I mean, p we were trying to warn other women in private venues, like private messages on Facebook, private environments on Facebook, so other women would be aware of it, and it spun out of control in part because it was placed in public Facebook, but also because there were all these men being like, oh, well, you know, I never rape a woman, but, you know, get five drinks at me, maybe I'll grab a waitress. Like, you know, yeah. it really rubbed me the wrong way, mm. literally, and... <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, let me ask you, so it sounds like that it's more than no means no. It's the steps up to no that are also a problem. Mm -hmm. Correct? Am I am I wrong in, yeah. in thinking that? Just or? don't grab people. I mean, I think. I mean, I'm not a dude. I don't know. That must be horrifying. If you're attracted to somebody, you just want to like touch her, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then that you know, it, and then you're gross. You're a gross boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also there is a difference between, and I think I said it in because Eddie, you brought an excellent point, which I do feel like men often especially when they're in their 20s or early 30s they have a difficulty um a understanding what's appropriate and i think there's a big difference between you're at a bar you're talking to a woman and you take a leap of faith that wasn't appreciated i think there's a difference to that because i've had men kiss me at bars where i just was 
thought I was having a conversation and there that's I have no problem with that. But I think there's different about Do you get like immediate apology? Is that what you want there? Or what's the like uh what's the problem? I mean I just say that? I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm not interested. Yeah. And if they're kind of annoyed at it, I just walk away. Mm-hmm. But so, I'm not upset that they're annoyed. Talk about video games, but, does it get you horny? <laughs> no? no. It's usually no, wrestling. It's usually wrestling. Um but there's a difference between that and approaching a woman, particularly from women uh, that I know who don't even work in the comedy community, but do work as waitresses or bar staff at um, entertainment-based venues, mm-hmm. where a woman who's being paid to be nice to you is not interested in fucking you unless they make it clear outside of their hours yeah. for the most part. And that's an old uh, stereotype of just comics just grabbing waitresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that um, it, it gets... I mean, we had a we had a, a, a civilian email me a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and say that she was pinned up against the bar. Um, she, we were able to figure out what night it was. We were able to figure out, but we couldn't figure out who it was. We knew it was a comic, though, because of the group that he was sitting with. But he was somebody who doesn't normally come yeah. to the creek. Um, and I put it up on Facebook that was just like, your shitty behavior is affecting my business. This is somebody who's never going to come back again. And I offered to like have her and her date come back and to sponsor the whole night on me and like have dinner and play pinball mm-hmm. and watch a show and blah, blah, blah. And she was very respectful and sweet about it and thanked me for the offer, but said that she'd prefer to never set foot in the place again. And who knows what her personal experiences were leading up to this. If she had had some sort of terrible trauma in her life that 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 triggered her or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm also not interested in torturing her by making her come back. Do you know what I mean? Um, But the way that the comedians behave themselves here is sometimes very uh, uh, disgusting and it has to be called out. Unfortunately, this incident happened in February while I was away. And when I got uh, message about it, uh, it was this summer already. So there, there wasn't, I couldn't, that's why I couldn't pinpoint who it was. Mm -hmm. I think that it had, it happened, had I been aware of it immediately, I probably would have been able to pinpoint it. Yeah. And a lot of people have sort of brought up the fact that it's like really easy to pick up the pitchfork when it's somebody who's not very well beloved in the community. Mm. Because the fact is, is that this person is not somebody that folks really like that much. And the response from many of the women were, yeah, he invited me to a party where nobody else was there. He invited me to, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff happens. And it's something that he has, he has clearly done, um, uh, at least as far as what I understand from what was secretly discussed on the secret group that is no longer around. Um, but uh, the 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 thing is, is that like the only thing that you can do is just tell the owner or the manager or the GM as soon as it happens so that they can do something. Yeah. And I'm terrified of the day that it turns out to be somebody that I consider a best friend or I consider, you know, a loved one in some way. I hope that it never happens. Um but, you know, with some of the ways that these guys behave, I feel like it's also a numbers game. Mm-hmm. I have to say, as a, as a comedian, and, uh, and if any comedians are listening and you're thinking about, you know, male comedians, female comedians, about, you know, being aggressive towards people, uh, we have a bad stigma right now. It's a bad taste in everyone's mouth. These past two years have been pretty shitty, and I imagine it's going to keep happening. There's probably going to be a couple more ousted in the, in the coming months because of how things are how things are going and we have a hard enough time getting people to comedy shows exactly and uh and please you know like if anything if you can listen to logic on anything it's just, you like a big house you know, you, you're you fucking like, up your like, fan base, way to, kiddo. Way to really appeal to their, their core, core desires, Eddie. You know, it's like I get mad when I see bad comedy and I'm like, oh, well, someone came and saw that show and, and now they're never, never going to come to a comedy show. Like, I went to comedy once and it sucked. Yeah. Or now people are going to be like, I went to comedy there- once and I saw a rapist. Yeah. It's worse. And so uh, if you could just do the rest of us a favor. It is interesting and- how, how broad of a Russian audience member can paint the entire idea That's of incredible. comedy from just one show. You're a comedy, you're a comedian, huh? I, man, I've just, I saw a bad comedy show. You guys are pretty terrible at your work. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, you know, trying to treat people like uh, you treat your mother. And if you treat your mother like shit, uh, die. 
And uh, and it's just you know, like it's just kind of how how I feel. Unless and I really... your mother was addicted to crack when she had you. I mean, there's a plenty plenty of moms out there that kind of suck too. There are know, exceptions, of course. Yeah. But uh, I think this was a uh, an intelligent, peaceful conversation, which I have heard not much of on the subject. Uh, I heard a lot of yelling in the last couple of days, and I thank everybody for being calm and cool and uh, just keeping our heads up during a fucking sad, weird time and if anybody wants to actually talk about this not on social media i would get on the phone or have a facetime or a google hangout with someone and talk about stuff we have uh the brighter side email the brighter side of gmail brighter side of gmail you could find us on the facebook group is a good place to find us as well i mean i this is like i love this conversation i love looking at people and talking it is what i've built my life around and this is what i want to promote among other people in the world as well, because I think we can get a lot farther this way. Yeah. It's tough, man. I know. It, this whole thing sucks. You know, It and uh, I don't know, anything, uh, Amber, ladies, uh, I think I feel like me and Cena don't have the right to wrap this one up. Does anyone have any finals? Fucking rock and roll, you know? Lifeless rock and roll I ever heard from you, Amber. <laughs> Can I give a brighter side? I would love it. I would love it. In the wake of this, I've had several conversations, one of which I think was actually kind of positive, where I was sitting with other women who we'd been recently discussing what was going on, and someone in the group, there was a pause, and someone just went quietly, have you guys ever been raped? And we all went, yeah. And she was like, yeah, me too. And it was just a very, like, the moment felt very much like, talking about it made it okay mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah. like you weren't alone and i think for a lot of people in this particular instance and i think going forward um use when something traumatic happens to you seek out other people because no matter what happens you're never alone you're never alone yeah. yeah i will stick up for you i promise eddie and i are on it please hire <laughs> eddie and i for street justice and for the record this conversation was 100 consensual <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> Uh, no promos for anything. Uh, go see, <laughs> go see comedy. Come to the creek in the cave. Uh, taking us out. We're gonna hear it for two seconds and then go listen to it on your own. It's a happy song. Why can't we be friends by war? Just, just be nice to each other. Just be good people. You know, that's all we want. That's all. I, it, I mean, it's ridiculous to not be nice. It's so much harder to be a dickhead. You could just be cool. It's really easy to be cool. It's so easy, in fact, that, you know, I, you'll have a better life afterwards. I promise you. Be cool. shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.